Hello, and welcome to Live by Moonlight, where it's not a phase to be absolutely obsessed with that guy you just met. <laughs> uh, this week, we are talking about Our Flag Means Death, Season 1, Episode 4, Discomfort in a Married State. Ooh. Ah. My name is Umberlin, and I have no idea how the iCarly people did this every single week, <laughs> once a week, multiple times. Seems like a lot of work. Yeah, uh, my name's Caitlin, and I'm still getting used to being perceived. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to look at a phone. <laughs> so, Caitlin, yeah. this episode is a lofty one. Yeah. It's a heavy one. It's a yeah. hearty one. It's a meaty one. Mm -hmm. It's a grainy one, if it's you will. It's a delicious dish. It's a delicious dish. <laughs> so, for those of you who are watching along with us or haven't watched in a while and just need a quick refresher, um, in this episode... Uh, Steed is bedridden for the very beginning and he's having these lucid dreams about his family that he left that he's guilt ridden about having left meanwhile Blackbeard and his crew has shown up um, including Izzy who is my little meow meow and he's so stressed he's so stressed <laughs> and essentially uh, the two Ed or Blackbeard and Steed kind of start to bond and form this friendship mm -hmm. which again totally against Izzy's wishes um <laughs> meanwhile uh the crew was kind of just like in awe of this man blackbeard but also not sure if like they're going to get killed and meanwhile um the spaniards are on the horizon and just when it looks like things are not going to go well for them they band together and because of a brilliant idea that these two new friends soulmates have <laughs> at the same time they end up creating a lighthouse and that lighthouse is what helps steer the Spaniards away, thus uh, I feel like cementing their bond. All is well. All is well. <laughs> Caitlin, um, it, it, we've kind of, it looks like we've kind of been choosing some statement jewelry this past couple episodes. Show us what you're wearing today. Oh, I'm wearing a lighthouse necklace. Wee! For no reason whatsoever. Yeah, it's not because that's the <laughs> overarching theme of the episode. No, yeah. that couldn't be. What hooked you? My hook for this was when after Steed wakes up and he asks uh, Ed if he works for Blackbeard and Ed doesn't like confirm that he is in fact Blackbeard yeah. right away and in fact he kind of rethinks his whole life <laughs> in that moment where he's like hmm, never thought about it like mm, that good point yeah, yeah. kind of do <laughs> uh, I really like that because I felt like it helped um, I feel like this is the episode that really like drives the show forward yeah. into like what it's going to actually be about. Right, right. And I feel like in that moment it was just like not only is Ed like reconsidering his whole career, <laughs> but like he wasn't completely truthful with Steed, and so I was like, "Ooh, how long is this going to go?" Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> how long is it going to take Steed to realize the man with the long black beard is in fact Blackbeard. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about you? I think that I was hooked right from the beginning because something I really love about this episode is mm -hmm. the transitions are great. Yeah. Um, I listed a couple of them, um, but it's like when Steed shuts his eyes and it transitions to Mary pulling her hands away from his eyes when she first gives him the painting. Yeah. Or um, when his son stabs him and it transitions to the Spaniard stabbing him, but when the Spaniard speaks, it's his son's voice. Yeah. Or when Steed turns over in the bed on the ship when Ed is first there by his bedside and when he completes his turnover, it's actually him in bed next to Mary. Or then when Mary just shows up in his room when he's lucid dreaming on their revenge. I thought all of those elements mixing together in this episode yeah. were great i feel like they not only emphasized that like steed is kind of even at, a, at this turning point mm -hmm. in his relationship with the ship 
um, with his decision that he made and that it looks like something new is going to come in and, and kind of change all of that. So I really enjoyed that. It's That's what nice. got me excited. Yeah, I was like, wow, a lot of effects in this episode. <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching on. Uh, was there a favorite part for you? Uh, yeah, my favorite uh, scene was, well, it's kind of like a tie. It's a tie between when they go into the wardrobe and Steed shows Ed, like, his secret auxiliary wardrobe that no one knows. And, like, Ed's just absolutely fascinated by it. But my other favorite was when they switched clothes. Right. And um, I just thought it was just so silly and so wonderful. And just the fact that Ed's like, you want to do something weird? And then they just do it. And the crew is just so confused the right. entire time right. as to what's going on. Right. I just thought, I was just like, this is funny. And I just liked it. I feel like it showed like their dynamic of like just two captains doing their best. And they're right. just like, let's do it. Right. And also just the Chad and Ryan of it all. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think that's what I love most about yeah. their dynamic already is it seems like it seems like they both love a bit. Yeah. So I really <laughs> yeah. enjoyed that they were merely just like, yeah, let's do this. It'll free everybody it. out. And it seems like for everybody else on board, it's like a life and death situation. It seems like lives are at stake. Like the crew of the Revenge is worried that like Blackbeard's crew is going to kill them. Izzy's like all worked up that if they don't do something sooner or later, like the Spaniards are going to come and shit's going to get really bad. <laughs> but who cares about that? We got to switch clothes. Yeah, they're like, actually, but look at, but look at this. Look at, we got, well, we have clothes on and they're different. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite scene? <sighs> That's hard. I, I really, weirdly enough, it was so small, but it was almost like a little pocket of peace or like a slice <laughs> yeah. of life at the very beginning when Steed's playing with his kids. Yeah. And they're playing pirates. And it like, it so seems cute. like he was probably like a very uh, dedicated father but maybe like the worst husband ever like cringe 100%. fail husband for yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. so I really enjoyed that um I'd have to say it's a tie between that and the very end scene mm. where Ed and Steed are sitting up in the lookout and they're sharing bread and marmalade and they make this decision uh to kind of like prince in the pauper each other and <laughs> yeah. say oh like you can teach me and I'll teach you which I love, not just because there's kind of, I think at this point, this is the direction that you think the show is taking. You're like, oh, these two, these two buddies in this bromance are going to like help each other out and nothing else will happen. <laughs> but then um, there is it also they that. They seem like good friends. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, that's what the show's about. It's about two pirates who are very different helping each other out. Yeah. <laughs> but then um, the other thing I love about that, and perhaps the flip side of that is that um, I think like, Taika YTD does some of his best eye acting mm. in this yeah. scene. Like, I mean, man's got some eyes. <laughs> yeah, not to. I mean, not to. Not to like spoil anything, but like this guy's clearly so into you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like I was thinking when we were watching this today, how did I watch this the first time and not know where this is going? When like literally one of the first scenes in the show is just Ed just staring at Steed the entire time. He has a whole conversation with Lucius, does not look at Lucius once because he's just staring at Steed. I know. And I was like, how did you not know <laughs> that this is going to be where it went <laughs> how is it not clear <laughs> it was crystal clear i just didn't have my glasses on <laughs> <laughs> that's like that that's like that saying when you have your rose tinted glasses on everything looks red not just the red flags yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we love that for us yeah We're both very um like uh detail-oriented people clearly well and i also feel like it just shows that like you usually like you hope it goes where 
you want it to go right but it never does yeah or it does but it's really poorly done and uh i i feel like even when they were like like later on in the season there were moments where i'm like oh i see why tumblr likes this show yeah i doubt anything's gonna happen though because <laughs> right. nothing ever does <laughs> uh so i feel like that was like part of where like Maybe I didn't pick up on it because I'm just like, eh, you know, it's not going to happen. Right. But uh, still, you how he literally has heart eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's <been> <laughs> the whole eyes. time he's like, like, they're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should talk a little bit about some of our immediate standout characters in this episode. Yeah. There were some people that slayed. Who are they? Uh, I mean, Ed. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> it's the first full episode where you get to like know more about him. And I feel like he's like, just so captivating because he's interesting because you're like oh my god it's blackbeard yeah the notorious pirate who is he but he's bored <laughs> and yeah. he's so bored and just like like just a little like giddy enthusiasm he had when he's like checking out steve's stuff and he's like this guy's fascinating yeah. oh my god look at this ship and that's what i liked is like in all the flashbacks with steed and mary mm-hmm. like obviously she hates the ship because she hates the ocean because yeah. steed did not listen to her ever. Right. Um, and just the juxtaposition of like her being like, I don't want this. Right. And then Ed being like, this is so cool. Like, right. I love, I love that. Um, it, it shows that like, look, this is someone that Steed should have in his life. Right. Um, right. And should possibly be with and spend more time with because right. like he appreciates the stuff. Right. Uh, not that like it was a problem for Mary for not appreciating it. No. Because he was so bad to her. <laughs> Yeah. Because, like, you can tell, like, on all the all the flashbacks, like, Mary is the one who's trying to put all the effort into the marriage. Like, yeah, neither of them asked for this. Right. But, like, Steve's doing the least. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's sitting there kind of ignoring her, just reading the book, and she's like, please pay, play with your children. Right. Um, I hate the ocean, and I told this to you the other day, and you didn't listen. So, like, right. um, I appreciate that, like, the show didn't show, like, yeah, she was the problem, and that's why he left. Yeah. No. It's him. Hi. He's the problem. It's him. <laughs> it's him. Yeah, I think that's what I like about the show yeah. is when they compare and contrast Mary and Ed, it's not in a way that's like, she wears short skirts, I <laughs> yeah. wear t-shirts. Yeah. I said making the second Taylor Swift reference. <laughs> in like three seconds. <laughs> I feel like maybe I should. Bye, Flo. There we go. She's making this very difficult. Florence never gave us these issues. She just made more sense for this. (laughs) (laughs) I really just feel like what I love about the show is they don't, like, they had, I think a lot of shows make the mistake of painting the the alternative love interest or the person that's maybe not meant to be with the main character as, like, a villain. Yeah. And, like, somebody doesn't have to be a villain to not be good for you. Like, they could just, like, have their own life and experience and not share the same interests as you. It doesn't have to be, like, a whole thing. They don't have to be morally corrupt in order for you to not need to be with them you know yeah sometimes the main character is the problem and i love a band with flaws (laughs) yeah i don't i wish they would stop Taylor gets it. it. She's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) You know, Ed finds everything about Steed fascinating. And just like, I loved that it wasn't just, oh, like he's this like notorious pirate who's really famous. He loves his life. He's actually, actually, I hate my life. Um, And just like the, like the, the scene with Izzy um, and Ed where they're like, Ed's checking out his stuff. And Izzy's like, can we please focus and do pirate things? Right. murder yeah like that's all izzy wants to do he just wants murder he just wants blood yeah um ed gets so fed up with him and just the way he yells everything's so fucking boring Mm -hmm. and you like i felt that (laughs) yeah it's just like this man is fed 
up with his life yes. and he really wants just a to change uh, break the monotony right and just to see that uh happen with like as ed and steve get to know each other and just see like ed kind of like maybe be this person that he's never been able to be yeah for the longest time it was really fun to watch kind of that all happen and even yeah. at the end at the very end we're thinking oh they're gonna work together and learn from each other and it's gonna be great yeah and then he has this conversation with izzy where he's just like well what if blackbeard showed up dead and i'm steve bonnet now and like basically <laughs> saying like actually this is gonna be like they're gonna work together but ed is secretly trying to kill steed right. throughout the whole thing i was just like "Ooh, that's interesting but then what really gets me is the way Izzy is like, hey, you still got it. And then uh, Ed turns around to Izzy and he's just like, yeah. yeah. But then he turns back around and yeah. we see his face and he's just so, he looks so tired. Yeah, so tormented. So tormented of like, yeah. oh, I don't want this life. But So that was really like, that was a hook in a way too. Because I was just like, what's going on with this guy? I know. What does he want? Yeah, what does <laughs> so. he want? I really liked Ed this episode too. He was definitely yeah. up there in my favorites. Because, I mean, I think like the way that Taika Waititi like, carries himself in this specific character is really interesting to me. He's almost yeah. like very cat-like. Yeah, um, yeah. I know like I've seen the comparisons on Tumblr of like, oh, this person's got like dog energy. This person has cat energy. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like ed's character in this is like a great example of that he just kind of like like bounces around the room but yeah. kind of this weird like i'm actually secretly preying on everybody in the room kind of way <laughs> the way he like jumps off like the stairs like yeah the way he hops and <laughs> yeah there's just something about it that i really enjoy another person that weirdly stuck out to me this episode and that i i kind of want to see more of is buttons yeah like there wasn't much that he did but like i think the very beginning scenes where he's just like looking at the ships and he's like hola to the spanish ship made me realize that i really want to see more interactions between buttons and like other people in the crew explicitly lucius and izzy yeah um because i feel like i just need that like i deserve that i mean like i don't really know if i need to explain myself beyond that I also like that Buttons is the one who was like, hey, the Spanish are coming. And yeah. then is the one who told Izzy. Like, Izzy did jack shit in this episode. Yeah, he just walked around and <laughs> he screamed. Just, he walked around, yelled at the crew, was a dick, and then was relaying information that he learned from the crew that he said was useless to Ed being like, hey, we got this issue going on. Right. And the only thing that was really useful that he did was say the, uh, the date. Yeah. That Lucius also knew. Yeah. So I thought that was fun. Yeah. Leave it to Izzy to just like walk around and scream. Every single workplace needs someone who just walks around and screams. Yeah. And that person is Izzy Hands. <laughs> Another person who really stuck with me this episode is Mary. Mm, yeah. Um, I think that she is probably one of my favorite characters in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I really, I love what the writers did with her character. I mm-hmm. love that they made the very intelligent decision not to make her like a villain or like a bad person. Yeah. Um, but I also just think her delivery is so funny. Yes. Like, because I don't like the fucking ocean. Like, <laughs> yeah. I always just like yell at that. Like, yeah. When we were at the fucking ocean, like, <laughs> she just knows how to deliver a line. I, I just love her. I yeah. really do. And just like her the clear like conflict on her face like when her and steed are in bed and she's like i know we didn't choose each other but like we only got this one life like please like give me something like please help me like work to make this like enjoyable for us right and steed's like right fades out (laughs) yeah and she really wants to try and i also think there's this obviously there's also this sense that like what you're living it's like like the 1600s 
Yeah. You can't just like divorce your husband. No. That's like not how it works. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. the only thing that would have to happen is that he would have to run away to become a pirate. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that is the only option. Yeah. And the bar is, the bar is pretty low for that happening unless you're married to a guy named Steve Bonnet. Yeah. So good for her. <laughs> <laughs> so in addition to standout characters, I was wondering if you had any standout quotes. Yeah, I had a few. Um, two of them came from Frenchie, my beloved. Yeah. Uh, he just... <laughs> It, his delivery, too, was just really fun. Oh, no, I know. He's so um, good. So one of them was uh, when... Also, like, I love that the crew all eats together. Yeah. Um, I think that's really cute. It is. Um, I also love that Izzy comes in and yells at them, and then uh, they go, anyway. Yeah, like, there's no, there's no recognition of this man's authority. Yeah, they're like, cool, cool, cool. Heard. Um, <laughs> but, like, when they're all sitting around uh, having lunch and uh, talking with Jim... And Frenchie's just, like, talking about how uh, women are actually, like, give bad vibes on the ships because women have crystals in their bodies and crystals yeah. attract demons and <laughs> demons attract misfortune. <laughs> so, like, I, wa- I just want to know, like, where did he pick up all of this stuff, like, in his travels? Like, where, where did he learn this when he did decide that, like, cats are evil, yeah. they steal the souls of children. Yeah, like, how did he become so conspiratorial? Yeah. Um, I just think he's neat. Uh, my other line from Frenchie that I really liked was at the end when Lucius was like, I never got to see the world. And Frenchie's like, eh, it's a bit of a letdown, mate. It's all a bit rocky and flat. I know. Rocky and flat. <laughs> I just I remember laughing so hard at that the first time I watched it. And every time it still gets me. I also uh, just like the line from Steed. Uh, towards the end when he's talking to Ed about the, the marmalade and how much they have. And he goes, yeah, I had to get a, uh, rid of some gunpowder, but I think it was the right move. Yeah. <laughs> like, it shows, like, his sort of, like, incompetence as a pirate. Right. And of being like, this is my priority is the marmalade. Right. Who cares right. about the gunpowder? Right, but it also shows that he's kind of, like, a, this weird, like, uh, what's the word, like, silly guy. That yeah. That's, like, what's more important to him because he's just, he loves the finer things in yeah. life, you know. For me, um... Dick fuck, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Remains one of my favorite lines in the show when um, Izzy tells Ed it's September 1st. Yep. Um, so funny. Now I a say national it holiday. All the time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then another one um, is when Izzy's yelling at Ed and he's calling Ed Blackbeard and Ed goes, that's Blackbeard and points to Steed and says, I'm Steed. Remember when they switch clothing? I just think that's so funny. Like his commitment to the bit is, yeah. is just hilarious. <laughs> just like, that's Blackbeard. <laughs> and Izzy's just like. <sighs> I love him so much because he's like the ex that hangs around in your life after the fact and doesn't is not OK with you changing as a person. Yeah. Um, and it's just so fun to watch him stress out about that. It you is. Know? So Caitlin. Yeah. How did the end of the episode treat you? Again, like with the whole of, oh, this is what the show's going to be about mm. with Ed and Steed, like being like, oh, let's learn from each other. Like you can tell, teach me the ways of an Ursica. I'll teach you the ways of being a pirate. Right, right, right. And I was just, and I remember like, the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, all right, I yeah. see where this is going. Like this is kind of interesting. Right. But then the immediate like turn on its head when like you think that Ed is actually going to be like wanting to plot to kill Steed, it made me like more interested that way because i'm just like ooh, he's maybe not what he seems right. like that's where we think like like where that's where this episode ends and i just thought it was so interesting but still he's so troubled in that way like he has like an identity crisis right right with like having this um persona of blackbeard to live up to but like who's ed and yeah. how long has it been since he's been able to be ed right and i feel like you saw him have so much fun this episode yeah and like 
to not be Blackbird because he like introduced himself to Steed as Ed right. first. It was just super interesting. So it really, um, I've never seen it be like, wow, the first three episodes of the show are like not that good. But I see right. people be like, how do people not like the first three episodes? I'm like, okay, I don't see anybody saying that. But right, right. I feel like the first three episodes are really, really strong on their own because it's great and I love them all so much. Right. And it, it's really like, it sets up the show. Um, it's got amazing acting from Reese Darby from just like all the comedic acting and just like setting up Seed as a character. Yeah. But I really do think that this is the episode that really pushes everything forward and makes you be like, okay, I can't stop watching this at yeah. this point because of the addition of Ed and Izzy and Fang and Ivan and like how that dynamic all comes in on the revenge right. and like where their relationship goes forward. Right. So yeah, right. that's where I felt. How about you? I think what's interesting for me is that I never kind of, it's so funny, even from the moment that Ed says to Izzy, oh, like, he's going to turn, like, he's going to turn up dead and yeah. Blackbeard's clothes and I'll be someplace and you'll be the new captain of the mm-hmm. revenge. I didn't, like, believe it. Like, even yeah. before he turned, I was kind of like, oh, uh, no, I don't, I don't think so, mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of funny. It's, uh, I think there's so many times in the show that, like, Something happens and the intention is to lead you one direction, but either because we're just so used to things going a certain way in some of these shows or because um, we know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> or we kind of think we know what's coming. It's so easy to just ignore what the, the writers are trying to do. Yeah. I think of the example of Lucius later on mm-hmm. um, and what happens to him and how we're all led to believe one thing, yeah. but no one believes that. Mm, I don't believe it. <laughs> um <laughs> So if you want to find out what we're talking about, you know, stay tuned. But stay tuned. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think what I love about most about that scene is again, like I feel like um, Taika Waititi gives like an incredible performance um, when he turns on his heel after like oh like giving Izzy um, like a smile and his face changes the moment the vocals start in the empty boat. Oh. That- always gets me so good like i'm like oh wh- oh it's happening between them <laughs> um so i really enjoyed that um overall i uh i think this is one of my my not my favorite episodes but it's one of my definitely like most enjoyed episodes because you just see so many different things coming together and you don't know what half of it means and then yeah. a couple different watches down the, the road you might kind of learn oh that's what yeah. was going on um, but that's what I like so much about this episode. Well, speaking of how you like to rate that episode, let's go into our tier list. Yeah, what's what's our tier list? What's our our tier, tier list is I ate all the drywall in my house and the accompanying nails made me mentally ill affectionate, neutral like my pH balance, made me mentally ill foreboding, mm. and Riverdale core. Riverdale core. So where would you put discomfort in a merry state on the tier? Um, I'd say it made me mentally ill affectionate. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of things happened that were very traumatic uh, for Steed while he was fever dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but the transitions were impeccable. Um, I felt like I was in the fever dream with him. <laughs> um, I and I felt his grief and sadness and, and guilt over having left his family. And at the same time, I felt the, the horrors that were <laughs> swirling around in Ed's eyes. Yeah, definitely yeah. made me feel all the feelings. Uh, loved it. Yeah, I, I'm the same way, mentally ill affectionate, because it's, like, uh, it doesn't make me just go, Wah! like, yeah. eating the drywall. Overall, it just makes me, like, really happy and excited for, like, all the rest of the episodes. Yeah, what's to come. Uh, what's to come, and uh, it just, 
I don't know. It's it's a really good episode. Like I said, this is the this is the turning point for the series. I feel like, so. Ah! Yay! <laughs> yeah. So, tune in next time on Led by Moonlight. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> for, thank you. Goodbye. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this week's episode of Lit by Moonlight. Tune in next time when we review The Best Revenge is Dressing Well. Ah! Episode 4. Season episode 1. Five. Episode 5. <laughs> season 1. I'll do it again. Thank you! Yay! For turning in. Turning in. <laughs> we'll never get through this. Let's just keep it all in. Thanks! Thank you! Mm, we really are not used to being perceived i probably should have like practiced this in my bedroom before i came out here and did this thank you for listening or watching listening or watching okay okay we're we're getting there we're getting there taylor help thank you from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for (laughs) tuning into this week's episode of flip by moonlight tune in next week when we review episode five of season one of our fly means death the best revenge is dressing well. Really normal about that episode. Bye! Bye. <laughs>